Hello, it's your girl, Kira the Healer, and you are listening to Mystic Mommy Podcast. And this is episode three, and we will be talking about the chakras today. So instead of doing the card of the day, I am going to give a book recommendation only because I'm running straight through from episode two into episode three. So the current book um, that I have started to read, it's called The Green Witch, Your Complete Guide to the Natural Magic of Herbs, Flowers, Essential Oils, and More. And it's by Aaron, A-R-I-N, Murphy-Hiscock. So I will upload that to my Instagram because it is a very good book read. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram and see more posts, um, you can. And you can follow me at Mystic Mommy Podcast. So that's Mystic, M-Y-S-T-I-C, period, Mommy, M-A-M-I, dot, podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. So uh, with that being said, let's get into it. This is something I have spent a lot of time researching on, so I'm very excited to talk about it because um, when you do energy healing, um, you not only just put your hands on somebody or put some stones on somebody and say a little blessing or a prayer and just, okay, send them on their merry way, you are healing those chakras in their body. And each chakra is it's associated with not only colors, but mudras, uh, mantras. It's also associated with blockages and overloads, which is, you wouldn't believe how common it is um, for a chakra to be misaligned or blocked or overloaded. Um, and it's like everyday things that you might not even notice that you were doing or was wrong with you. And it all has to do with that. So I'm going to give some information um, on how to realign them. So recently I went to someone and got them realigned. Um, and according to her, which I'm not surprised, um, she said my root chakra was damaged. So that is usually associated with like tra uh, trauma. And I had a very uh, traumatic trauma sorry, traumatic childhood. It's like a, a tongue twister, traumatic childhood. Say that like five times. Um, I had like a very traumatic childhood and she ended up repairing it. Um, but it had to do, uh, it, basically it associates itself with a lot of anger. And um, up until a few, I'm going to say like a month or so ago, I was very angry and I couldn't identify with myself because I, I didn't feel like myself. Um, but after the repair, after taking care of myself and everything, um, I started meditating more. I can definitely see um, a big change and a difference in the person I was then and who I am now. Um, so with that being said, I hope you can find this episode not only therapeutic, but helpful. And maybe you can use this, this information so that you are able to um, balance and align yours and then notice the difference that by doing these little things um, to help, how much of a big difference it can make. So with that being said, um, <clears throat> we're going to talk about the seven chakras first. 
and um, their name and their Sanskrit names. So if you're not familiar with them, um, also keep in mind, these are like the seven major ones that are talked about. Um, I think I read somewhere that there's like 114. And I know in Reiki, um, we definitely do uh, more than seven when you heal someone um, because you also include the palms, the kneecaps, and the feet. You have uh, chakras at the bottom. So just these are like the seven major ones. Um, but uh, the seven major ones do play a big part. The other ones about the 114, um, I can look that information up and post it as well on my um, Instagram. However, for right now, I think we're just going to focus on the seven um, because these are the ones that people normally uh, talk about or know about. Um, and these are the ones that I did the information on. So I hope you enjoy. The first one is uh, the root chakra, Mudlahara. And it is located at the base of the spine. Um, the color is red and the element is associated with is earth, um, which is physical need. The second one is the Seiko Chakra, also called Savasta, sorry, Savasthana. It is located in the lower abdomen above the belly button. It is associated with the color orange and the element is water. It is also associated with sexual emotions. So you can already know uh, where this is going if it is overactive or blocked um, just by listening to this. Uh, the third chakra is the solar plexus, also called Manipura. It is located in the rib cage chest area. The color is yellow and the element is fire. It is associated with power and vitality. The fourth chakra is the heart chakra, Anahata. Um, it is located in the heart area. The color is green. The element is air and is associated with love. The fifth chakra um, is the throat chakra, Visuja, Visuja or Visuda. Please don't kill me for butchering this, but I am trying. Uh, Visuda, which is the throat chakra. Uh, the color is blue. The element is sound, and it is associated with communications. Now, the sixth, the sixth chakra is the third eye, um, which everyone knows about. Uh, it is called Ajna. Its Sanskrit name is Ajna. Um, it is located in your brow area. The color is indigo, and the element it is associated with is light, and this is um, it's associated with your intuition. The seventh chakra, um, it's the crown, Sahasara. It's at the top of your head. Um, I believe like the um, outer layer where you would start to see like an aura, um, that's like where it's, you know, at the top of the head, that's where it's located. Um, the color is violet or white. The element um, is thought and is associated with understanding. Now, chakras can be blocked or overloaded. Uh, blocked means that there's a lack of balance and each chakra suffers differently with certain illnesses and diseases and moods. Um, it all differs and depends, but I'm going to give you a little bit of examples um, of each chakra and the blockage as well as um, when it's overactive. And those are kind of like symptoms um, that you would notice uh, 
in yourself. And it's definitely something that can be worked on or balanced and to bring yourself or bring yourself back to its true self and walk the path that you should be on, especially when you are off path, you can definitely feel when you're straying or when something's not right, or you don't feel like yourself, or you find yourself doing things that you feel like you normally wouldn't do. Um, it's usually because something is blocked or uh, you have an overactive chakra. So let's get into this, the root chakra blockage. If you if your root chakra is blocked, um, you are usually anxious, full of fear, financially unstable, and not able to ground yourself. You are also flighty, um, which like I to go back to the beginning when I said my root chakra was damaged. Um, this was basically me. Um, I always thought that I was flighty because I am a Gemini. Um, so we are air signs and I always thought flighty was just a component, but apparently you can still be um, you know, kind of have your head in the clouds. Uh, but it was very unhealthy how I was. Um, so having that repaired, I definitely see myself or feel myself more grounded. Um, so an overactive root chakra is associated with greed, aggressiveness, materialisticness or materialism, sorry, uh, cynical and the need to be in power. A, the sacral chakra blockage is a lack of sex drive, no creativity, the need to be isolated and alone, and emotionally detached. An overactive sacral chakra is an extreme amount of sensitivity and emotion, um, manipulative, and unhealthy sex drive. The solar plexus chakra blockage is low self-esteem, low confidence, feelings of inferiority, and the, um, sorry, and to feel powerless. The solar plexus chakra, um, when it's overloaded, you are domineering, a perfectionist, and extremely critical on yourself. The heart chakra, when it's blocked, you have no remorse, a lack of empathy, um, you are full of hate, you are bitter, intolerant, and distressful. When the chakra is overloaded, you are clingy, um, you have a lack of independence. You are usually jealous and very selfless, um, not in a good way. So you uh, give, you just, you give too much of yourself. It's like um, that saying when people say, um, how can you love anyone if you don't love yourself? So, which makes sense because that's the heart chakra, you know, it's associated with love. Um, the throat chakra blockage um, is when it, you are, sorry, <laughs> when you are unable to speak up or speak out, you feel like you're misunderstood, you're not able to listen, and you're just, um, just a bad listener. Yeah, overall, you're just a bad listener. Um, you're not able to listen to criticism, not only that, but you're not able to hear what other people are saying. You just, you're kind of just elsewhere. Throat chakra overload is when someone is loud, opinionated, gossipy, um, talk over other people, use harsh words, um, and they're very deceptive. Now, when they use harsh words, that's kind of like the situation. I don't know if you ever met someone like that who's just basically an asshole, like they are an asshole. And then um, 
they say like, oh, well, I'm just blunt. You just can't handle the truth. And it's like, no, you're not blunt. You're just, you're a fucking asshole. So that's usually, you could let them know like, hey, I think your throat chakra is overloaded and you need to realign that bitch because yeah, that's not okay. Um, so third eye blockage is poor judgment, short attention span, no imagination. You are not able to see the future and you're unable to concentrate. When your third eye is overloaded, um, you have nightmares, hallucinations, OCD, um, obsessiveness, or um, yeah, that goes back to OCD. Uh, and then you see too many spirits or ghosts or jumbi, whatever you call it, wherever you're from. Um, so yeah, I, like as someone who might be a median um, or have clairvoyancy, it's not bad to see spirits or be able to do spirit work or work or contact spirits. Um, however, seeing them all the time and not being able to turn that off is a problem. Um, a lot of or some of the mediums that I mediums I have met or know, um, they are usually able to they want to contact someone, they are able to turn that on um, and do it themselves. You kind of got to learn to block that out when you're not ready for it or when you're trying to get your you time, um, you should be able to, or um, you could just block it off. But when your third eye is overloaded, you just probably see it all of the time, which I'm very grateful I don't have that problem. I don't know how I would be able to take it if I've seen stuff like that all the time. Um, crown chakra blockage is fogginess in the brain, depression, um, learning disabilities or challenges, um, being angry at the divine spirit, um, or being, or God, whoever, or whatever you believe in, um, and a lack of common sense as well as feelings of alienation. So, um, feeling, yeah, completely like you're outcast, you don't belong, all that good stuff. A crown chakra overload is when you are judgmental, um, suffering from addiction, not being able to ground yourself, um, and yeah, just not not feeling grounded. When these are balanced, um, your root chakra, you should feel secure, centered, and happy um, that you have or you're living your life. Your sacral chakra, you should be passionate, optimistic, healthy, creative, um, have a healthy sex drive. Um, so just to go back, the sacral chakra, when it's overloaded, you would have like an unhealthy sex drive, like a sex addict or something like that. Um, the solar plexus, when it is uh, balanced. You feel in control, you have a positive self-image, you're confident, and you have a lot of personal power. Your heart chakra in balance, um, you feel peaceful, compassionate, tolerant, uh, warm, and open. Your throat chakra in balance, everything um, as far as communication is like a clear flow. Uh, you feel creative and you're usually like a diplomat or a peacemaker. The third eye when it is balanced. Um, you are intuitive, you're able to see beyond the physical imagination, and you're able to have clear thoughts. The crown chakra imbalance, um, it has a universal love. Uh, you are intelligent, or you, yeah, you are definitely intelligent, um, more aware, you're wise, you're understanding. Um, you have a strong faith. Um, no matter what you believe in, I'm not a 
very uh, religious person. I'm definitely a spiritual person. So um, whatever your faith is, it doesn't have to necessarily be in um, Jesus Christ or with whatever religion. Um, you don't have to abide by one or there's not one that's right or wrong. Um, it's whatever you believe in and you just have a strong faith um, to that. So now um, some more research that I did. You can't not only know about balance what happens when you balance them or when they're overloaded or underloaded. Um, you also need to learn or know how to balance them, um, which was something that I learned years ago. I've heard about the chakras, but I've always wondered, okay, well, um, <laughs> if they're messed up or fucked up, how the hell do I fix that shit, right? So there are many different things you can do. Um, so you can use med my favorite thing to do was meditation. Um, when I first found out that I'm able to heal them, um, you don't need to be any kind of like healing practitioner. You don't need the certification. You don't need a class. You don't need none of that shit. I literally read a book and gathered all that information and I was able to do it myself. And when it was the most refreshing feeling. I felt like it was like a rebirth. Like everything just felt so right. And I felt like the universe had so much in store for me and I just felt so on point and everything was heightened and it was just, it was a beautiful feeling. Um, so you don't need to be certified or anything for that. You can just be a regular person, just like me, you're able to do it. So, um, with that being said, I'm going to go down the list once again. I'm going to give the mudra the color, okay, um, and also uh, the mantra, so what you would say. For those of you who don't know what a, mu a, mu a mudra is, a mudra is basically the position you hold your finger in when you meditate. So how you would do this, um, if you're going to do the healing during meditation, you would basically sit on the floor, lay down, however you want, and um, you have to use your imagination. So you would envision the color, the location, and the body part where um, I had told you before. Um, and then you would hold the mudra, think of the color, and then you would say the mantra. And just completely repeat it, repeat it, and you would envision the color or that chakra just bright, healthy, um, yeah, just bright and healthy and just energetic. So for the root, um, you would hold your uh, finger, your finger kind of like in a circle. I think that's the most common one when people, you know, they go, um, and then they put their finger together, um, their pointer and their thumb together, you would do for both finger uh, fingers. Your arms would be straight. Um, and then you would put those hands resting on your knees. And then you would imagine the color red. And you would think of the red just floating in the base of your spine or on your perineum. That's like, you know, the root part of your body that's touching the floor. Um, so you would just picture red hold the mudra, and then repeat the mantra LAM, so L-A-M, LAM, and you would just think of that pulsating, vibrating, and just so healthy and energetic to help heal it. And personally, me, um, I don't like to do them all in one session. 
Um, I feel like they all need extra special care and attention. So I like to do, um, you could do them like once a day, every day of the week to keep them balanced. Um, so yeah, so, or you can do it all in one session. You could do it every day, however many times, um, throughout the week. If you want to do it every day of the week, you can do that. But I definitely think, um, it's really up to you. So let's see. So if you want to do the sacral chakra, you would place your hands in your thumb with your palms facing facing upward, your right palm resting on the left chakra. I'm sorry, resting on the left. Your right palm resting on the left palm. Um, and you would associate it with the orangish color. And um, VAM would be the mantra that you repeat. So V-A-M, which is VAM, the solar plexus. Um, you would place your hands in between your heart and your stomach, um, touching together like prayer position, but touching together. And instead of facing it up, you would face it outwards. Um, and then you would envision yellow, um, right in your stomach area and it would be Ram. So the mantra you would repeat is Ram, R-A-M. Next you would do the heart chakra. Um, you would touch your right hand index finger and your thumb um, at your heart center. You would envision green for the chakra, just pulsating, very bright. Um, and then it would be yam, so Y-A-M. And when you do it, it has to be drawn out. So you don't just say yam, 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 it's ya. So you would just pull, you would drag that out. Um, you just continue to repeat it and repeat it. So the same with the throat chakra. Um, your hands by your stomach, fingers interlaced, and your thumbs tips are touching. And you would say hum at H-A-M, and you would envision a bright blue, very bright blue. Um, next, for the third eye, you would hands in front of your lower part of your breast, uh, middle fingers stand up, the tips are touching each other, and your fingers are bent at the joint. Um, so it would be just your middle fingers poking up, kind of like in a pyramid style, and you would envision um, like more of an indigo, a deep royal blue color. Um, and then the mantra that you would repeat would be OM. So A-U-M or O-M. Um, so just OM and you just drag it out. And then last for the crown chakra, you would use ANG. That would be the mantra that you repeat. And you would hold your hands in front of you, um, in front of your stomach your fingers interlaced, and then your pinky fingers are pointing upward. And you would envision the indigo color, or I like to use the white light as impurity. And I would just, um, that's how you are able to realign the crown. Now, um, you not only have to do meditations, but there's also foods that you can eat um, that is able to help balance out your chakras and I apologize, balance out your chakras or heal them. And for the roots, you would eat red foods or fruits um, like beets, parsnips, apples, pomegranates. Um, for your sacral, you would eat orange foods uh, or fruits. And that's seeds, nuts, oranges, carrots, and pumpkins. For your solar plexus, you would eat yellow 
So yellow foods or fruits, um, such as yellow peppers, yellow lentils, yellow squash, oats, bananas for your heart. You would eat green uh, fruits and vegetables. So broccoli, kale, shards, uh, leafy greens, kiwi for your throat to heal that. You would use, um, you would eat blue. So that's like blueberries, uh, blue raspberries, figs, kelp. Um, or, or what's the, uh, one that I really like is the spirulina, like the blue one. You can use that as well. Um, for your third eye, you can, um, also use like a purplish, I think that's like indigo, purplish, deep blue, um, blackberries, plums, purple grapes. And then for the crown, this one's a little bit different, um, which I only, uh, I don't recommend if you have any health issues, if you, um, as far as like if you have diabetes or something or you have a strict diet, uh, but this one is just fresh air, sunlight and nature. So it's like a fast. Um, I have done fast before and I want to say fast are definitely, they are definitely a game changer in spirituality. Um, sorry, uh, Fasting definitely, to me, it heightens your senses. It teaches self-discipline. Um, you can also use it, which we might talk into a later podcast in manifestation. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely use fasting. But basically, you would fast, get out into nature, drink lots of water um, to be able to balance your crown out. And then last, uh, or you know, as a matter of fact, I have maybe two more things to help. Uh, balance them out. And you can also use crystals. So for your root, um, it, in order for you to use the crystals, you can use them in like a meditation session. Um, so you don't necessarily have to repeat. Well, you can repeat the mantras uh, if you want, um, but you can also just lay down, place these crystals on you and just listen to some um meditation music and just go ahead and drift off and envision all of your chakras just bright and pulsating and just looking healthy and repaired and just envision that in your head and hold it in order for them to heal. So for your roots, uh, you can use smoky quartz, red jasper, red tiger's eye, obsidian, jet black tourmaline, and bloodstone. And I want to say tourmaline, that jet black tourmaline is my favorite. Um, I like to carry that around in my purse. Um, I use it in my purse. I carry it around at work just for protection. Um, for the sacral chakra, you can use carnelian, a peach moonstone, and uh, orange calcitite. For your solar plexus chakra, you can use citrine, tiger's eye, amber, yellow calcitite, and topaz. For your heart chakra, you can use rose quartz. Um, Amazonite, malachite. For your throat, you can use blue lace agate, angelite, turquoise, amazonite, amazonite, I'm sorry, kyanite, blue tiger's eye, and blue topaz. For your third eye, you can use sapphire and sodalite. And for your crown chakra, you can use selenite, clear quartz, moonstone, fluorite, amethyst, and labradorite. Um, also take note with the crystals that sometimes, um, 
which has happened to me when you're trying to do a healing session and you might place the crystals on a place. If the crystal falls off, that means that it's uh, it does not need to be used in a session. I would try suggesting using another crystal or if the crystal is just completely falls off and it doesn't want to stay in that spot, I would just completely just not use it at all. Um, so I just would place it along the body. Um, you could also place it underneath the body and on top of the body. Like when you're laying down, so you would lay on top of it where you would start from your roots, go up to your crown, and then in front of your body. So from the crown going down. <clears throat> so last, um, I'm not sure if you guys are huge on essential oils, but I figured why not. Um, I love essential oils. I don't use it to balance my chakras. I just use it for like baths. Um I use it to help in like promoting, I use it like a sleep aid, like lavender is really good to help with um, sleep aid. Uh, also, I know pumpkin, the sense of pumpkin is good for like a uh, sex drive. Um, so yeah, I love my essential oils. Rosemary um, is really good as well. Uh, so yeah, if you are into essential oils, then definitely um I can go ahead and name those for you. So for your root or base, um, you would place the essential oil at the bottom of your spine or on the bottom of your feet. Um, and ginger, cypress, sandalwood um, is really good for that. Um, for the root, for the sacral or navel, it's right below your navel area. You would use clary sage, rosewood, patchouli, which is another one that I love so much. Um, let's see. For your solar plexus, which is between the navel and the rib cage, and I'm telling you where it's located so that you know where to place it. So you can use fennel, juniper, or lemongrass for your heart. Um, over, place it right over your chest, right on your chest, um, over the heart. Rose, jasmine, and uh, ylang ylang. I don't know how to pronounce that word. I hope I said it right. Uh, for your third eye, you would use, um, you would place it between your eyebrows and you would use patchouli, cedarwood, and lavender. Um, for your crown, you would place it right at the top of your head and um, you would use frankincense, mirror, and uh, lavender. So what I would do is just place it and once again, use it in meditation. I feel like everything is just, um, just meditate. <laughs> Meditation is just so good for everything. Um, it's good. So with that being said, I hope you guys used all of this information. Um, I hope it was useful to you. I hope you're able to uh, use it with healing yourself or maybe information to pass along to others. Um, definitely something that I love to do. I haven't used the essential oils for that, um, but all you would have to do is just place it on yourself and definitely go into a meditative state, set the attention of what you're doing. And once again, one thing that I like to press is when you are doing chakra healing, you want to envision them healthy and bright and pulsating. You don't want anything dull. You don't want anything just looking like it's lagging or damaged or hurt. You want to envision something that's bright and powerful and pulsating. Um, so... To wrap up this podcast, I want to thank you all for listening. I also want to go ahead and let you know if you want a free Reiki session, you could go ahead and reach out to me uh, at my Instagram. Just send me a DM 
and you can follow me at Mystic Mommy Podcast. So that's mystic.mommy.podcast, M-Y-S-T-I-C dot M-A-M-I dot P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And once again, I want to thank you for listening for my episode today, and I hope you enjoy it. Tune in next time.